Almost Punk Podcast with Colin and Olga. This is episode 34. Welcome back. Yes, it's the new year. The new year, same us though. I haven't Moving into that February. Much. Yep. Yep. No, same, still, same people. Still like music, still inconsistent at podcasting. Not a lot exactly. has changed over here. But there's a lot of stuff happening in the music. I think now that the holidays are over. There, I've seen so many more festivals being announced. I'm seeing tours yeah. being announced. I'm seeing music being released. It's it's an exciting time to be alive. <laughs> sort so of. If you can deal with uh, winter. Just the way you say it is so convincing. Is it? Did I convince you? <laughs> but, you know, we have news that's, well, I mean, it's bad news, right? There's a, lot of, bad news? there's a lot of bad news in this episode. There's some good news, but. I'll say news. it. Go ahead. No effects is breaking up officially, and they're saying officially. that they are not even going to do the thing like kiss or share where they like come back and tour 70 more times. And this is a fake breakup, they're saying it's not a fake breakup, it's not that a hell it is. Yeah, because we announced that they were breaking up, sort of, but we didn't have any details last time. Yes, but now they've they put out the tour dates. They put out their album. Yeah, farewell they have the tour. Whole plan. Mm -hmm. They have it all planned out. Yeah. And this is going to be it. And actually, I'm thinking I'm believing it. What about you? Yeah. It's weird. I do. Okay. I do believe that that is what they think now. Okay. But do I believe that in five or 10 more years, they won't get bored and be like, gosh, my life is empty? I want, I need some purpose. I wish I was playing a no effects right now. I don't know. I'm like 90% sure, but I'm, you know, like, I don't think they intend to, I don't think any break band when they're doing their farewell tour is usually like, Ooh, we're going to do a reunion in 10 years. But what happens? People get bored. People, you know, miss the yes. old time. People miss their glory days. And yes, I know like Fat Mike already has like projects going on, blah, 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 but it's not no facts and it'll never be no facts. And I don't know if it'll bring him as much joy or the audience as no facts. The only thing I could come up with that I think that they would do would be one-off benefit shows Ooh. for certain weird things that happen, like some sort of medical problem that someone has Ooh. and they want to donate because this person needs surgery. Yeah. They could raise a hundred grand playing a show. They might do that. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's too hard for them to be an active band at that age yeah. with the drum style that they do with the original members playing drums like they play. That is a lot of footwork. Mm. Like the footwork involved with that drummer is insane. And the, what the dude's going to be in his 50s or I mean, he, he is in his, his 50s. 50s, right? Yeah. So then we're talking like, then he would be in his 60s. That's very difficult yeah. to sustain that. So that's, I think, one-off shows could be done, but. Yeah. And they I, have I, a, I, they have a farewell tour and there's like tickets already went on sale. We're yeah. definitely bought our tickets for the we got them. Got them. Thank you for grabbing my <laughs> ticket, by the way. That's right. You did good. Um, but yeah, I I'm glad that they're doing a tour. I hate it when a band is like sitting at home, they have a fight in band practice and they're like, we're done. And then the fans are just like, no, like you need your last hurrah. But then it's always like more bittersweet too. If they, if you see them do a good show or, and you have fun and you're like, oh, this is the last time. So, you know, maybe it won't be a consistent performances if I know what to expect from this band. So maybe it won't be <laughs> as dramatic. 
But they also have their side projects. Fat yes. Mike is going to do, I think, more musicals. Yeah. And now he, um, his, I think he's actually doing his podcast. Like, I think on like our first or second episode, we talked about, he announced he was going to do yeah. a podcast and then there was nothing for like a year and a half. And now he's yeah. doing that. So, and he's, he's just really good at staying busy and just getting projects done. And I don't know, like he, he seems to have a lot of fun, but boy, is he like a productive creator in a sense. Like he'll just come out of randomly and be like, oh, I wrote a musical in secret and i made this or i built that or yeah he's like super productive i'm impressed and the future of fat records um uh, with his retirement of no effects i wonder if he'll spend more time on the label or if the label is no longer a concern he does have other people to run it yeah um uh aaron is i think the main runner of it and anyways. there's like uh, employees and stuff they have so yeah they should be that should hopefully impact and especially it. in like this climate to prom like find bands promote bands make money all that stuff on a label that's independent is very difficult yeah i don't know what the future holds on that regard no we one shall does. see no one does yeah and ready for more news i am uh thrice that's right <laughs> i've heard of them thrice. so thrice is my favorite band actually and they just announced today the day we are recording um that they are they've re-recorded their kind of their biggest album which is the artist in ambulance and they've re-recorded the album it's on streaming platforms everywhere um, and so then they renamed it kind of the artist in ambulance revisited and they announced a tour they announced uh, earlier just uh, Australia dates for that tour. And then everybody was like, okay, they're going to announce US, obviously. And they did. Yeah. So that's great news. Um, I'm excited about that. And then the album looks like it has a couple of like guest uh, appearances on some of the songs, which is yes. really cool. I haven't, I've listened to it all the way through. I haven't been able to like compare song by song yet. And so far, my takeaway was some of the songs I like the original versions better. Some of the songs I like the newer reworked versions a little bit yeah. better. But they're, it's super close. And you have to be kind of like a super fan to probably care or notice. I was so confused when I read the announcement that yeah. Thrice has this new album mm -hmm. of their old album revisited. Because Artist in the Ambulance is my personal Thrice favorite album. Nice controversial statement right I, I guess i don't think it's that controversial <laughs> well but... i mean illusion of safety i think is the like the real fan favorite, oh see right? that's if that's probably mine if you're, if you're like a real fan <laughs> that's true. the one and it's arguably a better album mm -hmm. but artist in the ambulance is my favorite album and um it is a hyper produced manicured album not a bad note not anything it was their it's major major label debut on and Ireland. it sounds like yeah it. i mean it is slick mm -hmm. it but it is hella good yeah still hella good yeah and so when i saw the announcement revisit i thought oh remixed they're gonna remix it a lot of bands have been oh yeah that would stuff. make sense okay and then uh then i thought oh well maybe they're revisiting it maybe they're Oh, acoustic. It's uh, going to be uh, acoustic versions of it. That's probably what it is. And then I thought, oh, you know what it also could be? It could be the leftovers. It's the B-sides uh, from that era. Uh -huh. No. That's what it is. And so then I go and I actually, I play it. Uh -huh. and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> it's, 
this the same boom re-recorded uh-huh. with with like their modern sound yeah so that's like if replace the recording of beggars uh-huh. or major minor uh-huh. but put an artist in the ambulance in this spot yeah that's what the sound is like yeah and i it's been driving me crazy all day long because i do do i like this more or or do i like the the manicured mm-hmm. hyper produced version more and i've been going back and forth huh and there's pros and cons when you listen to revisited on its own mm-hmm. it sounds awesome yeah i love the guitar tones it sounds like real music made by real people in a real place uh-huh the other the original version is just an awesome massive sound yeah with so aggressive and hyper hyper compressed guitars just blowing your face off yeah the drums are just super massive drums and the screams are multi-layered like five thousand times per note note by note perfection not a bad note but then you go listen to re-revisited and you're like wait a minute wait well, there's problems with these vocals. Mm. There's some, he misses some of these notes. He's singing it in a different register here and there. And then I start freaking out because <laughs> I think that, no, I like the original more. But that's only when I start comparing it uh. to the revisited one. When I listened to the first time, the revisited one, my first thought was, yeah, this is hella awesome. It's like they re recorded the album and made it sound good, like they actually sound. Yeah. And, and so I'm just torn on that. The guest vocalist, I mean, I don't remember every single line of the new album. I did listen to it. I thought, why are they here? Uh-huh. They're not adding anything. Go away. That was my, <laughs> I don't know. I what, Go away. That was what I thought then. Uh-huh. I still kind of think go away now. It, it didn't add anything for me. But it's interesting what you're saying has made me think something. And that is my my question is, is Thrice making it, remaking this, re-recording this album because they're like, this is our bread and butter. This is album put us on the map undeniably, has put the genre on the map undeniably. And we're playing a tribute to it because it's the best thing, like one of the best things we've ever accomplished. Or option B yeah. We don't like the sound of it. We wish it sounded different. We This is not us anymore. Here's what, even if we took the same songs, here's what they would sound like now. And this is better. And the old way, we're done. Like, we, like and this is, gives us a permission to never play these songs and shows the same way. Again, we're playing it the new way. And I don't know where I am. I'm kind of leaning towards option B. And option B plus option c the taylor swift move where hey these people are getting all my money from my most popular songs yeah i'm sick of that yeah we could re-record this whole thing these are our most popular songs of our career and now we can start making some money from them instead of getting ripped off by island records their record what is that brian mcturnan or whatever his name is the record producer yeah all the people involved on that album the multiple record label domino effect the spotify people that take a cut blah 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 all that stuff 
they can cut out most of those people. I mean, they still have to give Spotify money and all that stuff. But I think it's the money more than anything, because that way they get paid for the thing that actually gets streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good point, too. But I was I thought of that, but I still thought this is still a good. Yeah. Good thing. If you're a fan, it's a no-brainer to me. This one is like, oh yeah, if you're a fan of Thrice, yeah. then you gotta check this out. It's not, it doesn't suck. It's not lame. Yeah. It's not a BS or what I feel like they actually cared about the product they were putting yeah. out. Uh this the money issue yeah. is is there, but I feel like there was some artistry involved in this re-recording. There is a purpose for yeah. it. And I, I do like it. And all of those reasons, I think, are good reasons to re-record the album. And I also think re-recording it for the money is also a good idea because, yeah. man, everyone's getting screwed so hard. Yeah. Like, it's just impossible to make money. If you, I, I don't know how anybody does it now to make money. You're either massive, massive, humongously huge. Yeah. Or you, you have nothing. And there's very hard to fit in that middle ground. And they are that middle ground band where they're- It's their full-time job. Right on the cuff. Yeah. But they've just never, they never went huge. They just got biggish. Yeah. You know, and that the biggest moment has passed before the streaming services were taking off. And now it's kind of playing catch up. And what are we going to do about it? This is what we're going to do. Other bands have re-recorded albums. And I- to me, that's just not been good. Uh, Kiss, I do. I'm a big Kiss fan. They re-recorded a bunch of songs because they have different members in the band now, yes. and they wanted to put out versions with the new band members so they didn't have to listen to the other band members ever again and kind of forget about your old band members. Ozzy Osbourne recorded a couple of his album, re-recorded, only kept uh, Randy Rhodes' guitar. He did that so he didn't have to pay the original musicians in the band. So he's just screwing people over by re-recording things. Talked about Taylor Swift re-recording it to take control of her records. Yeah. So everyone seems to have these reasons, but ultimate product of Thrice, good. I still like it. That's so funny because I was thinking the same kind of thoughts about the tour as I was thinking, oh, they're t- so the, the this album re- is released and there's also a tour. They're touring in the United States and Australia. And I was thinking, ooh, I bet like people could say, oh, this is just uh, another nostalgia money grub. But the mm-hmm. counter argument is it's like, uh, that's like a lot of people's favorite album of theirs. Yeah. And, and like it's arguably one of their better albums if you don't think it's the best one um so it's like would i rather go watch this or like go watch them not play this album and i would rather yeah. i'd pay money i i will pay money to go see this i watched their um they did anniversary shows for illusion of safety but they didn't tour with it they just did it in la and i went to a couple of shows of that and that was amazing it was my favorite shows that whole year, 2022. I think, yeah. And if you're a younger fan of Thrice. You never got to see it. You never got to see it. Yeah. And then if you hear this version, like the way they recorded it, I'm I'm just hoping it has an influence on future heavy metal recording Ooh. because it, maybe it was 2000, 2005, 2010. The, the way that heavy metal sounds has just changed to basically 
the same as electronic music to me. It sounds so fake that it, I don't even like metal music anymore. It's ridiculously fake. I might as well listen to EDM or something. So when a band goes and you can actually, it, it sounds real, even if they did use Axe effects or whatever, I, I just hope that the future of metal is more sounding like organic music than computer music. I don't think that is the future, but this album, I like it because of that. It sounds awesome to check out. Yeah, pretty exciting. And I guess we were going to talk about it in the new releases, but we're going to... I wanted to continue. talk about it now because it's just too important to this wait that important. long. You're right. <laughs> uh, any more news you wanted to mention? I wanted to mention that White Lung has released their last album and they are breaking up after this. It's done. Nishwe's had a couple kids. This band is done. I'm sure I, I'm sure she's going to do stuff without the rest of the band. And I also was just bringing up this weird thing of what happened to White Lung? Mm -hmm. I don't really know. But years ago, they were on the verge of stardom. I don't know. And then she had controversy about her political leanings. They were saying she more on the right-hand side than the left-hand side, which was weird just because of the scene that they're in. Yeah. I don't know all the answers to these things. I just wanted to bring them up as interesting things about it. But more importantly, White Lung has a new album. It's going to be their last one. And I do also believe that it will be it. <laughs> yeah. Lots of announcements of people, of not people, of bands breaking up lately. Sheesh. It's all the bands we liked like 10 years ago. And now the time has come where yeah. they're just too old and they need to do something else. <laughs> they're just like, I've had it. Um, and then speaking of bands breaking up, I guess looks like Fallout Boys back together and they just announced a big tour. So people are probably, people are pretty excited about that. And their guitarist, not the singer guitarist, but the other guitarist, uh -huh. He is taking a leave of absence from the band to work on his mental health. So that was the add-on to that news there. Yeah, and it looks like, I mean, the tour is, uh, looks like there's, I don't know if every if all the bands are playing every show, but like Bring Me the Horizon is main support. There's like Alkaline Trio, Newfound Glory, Four Years Strong, The Academy is. So it's kind of, it's not a festival, but it's like a mini festival. Yeah, I saw mind. that. Like, that's a pretty good lineup. Um, the lineup for... is a big lineup. Yeah, it's a really big lineup. I'm curious to see if all those bands are coming on all those shows or not. But yeah, it should be uh, a good, that should be a fun time too. For me as a critical person of Fallout Boy, yep. they're, they're pop punk in some regards, emo pop punk. Uh-huh. And I actually like it when they play what I consider their style of pop punk. But what is it with these bands? They they leave they leave the genre, so to speak, to me, and they do other things. And I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't. I'm not going anywhere with this. But Fall Out Boy does it. Paramore does it. Um, mm. Blink One Eighty Two. They do it. Like you start out with something. It's awesome, right? And then you move into this other thing. And that's what Fall Out Boy does that bothers me. They they move out of what I like them for. Yeah. And they do, what, rock? Like, 
Gen General Rock. I don't even know what you I call know. it. I think there's a lot of pressure on these bands, these bigger bands to sell more records. And I'm sure there's 40 people in their ears every meeting with the record label being like, you should sound more mainstream. You should sound more mainstream. And I think that's their attempts at that. But I think the problem is- But the is songs, is even their, their most popular songs, and yeah. same with My Chemical Romance, same thing. Those were the pop punk songs, some for yeah. one, same thing. The pop yeah. punk songs were the ones that got the people into you in the first place. Uh, they yeah. got you on the radio. They made you all this money. So why are you trying to sound like Dua Lipa or whatever? I, yeah. I don't understand. I mean, it. you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, you know, but I think they're probably dealing with like a, a middle age executive who wears a suit to work and is telling them this wasn't relatable and this isn't going to get me on get you on the radio that's what that's my, okay. my guess is because it's not the fan or that and people also like mature and like change into stuff like you and i've been listening to the same stuff our most of our lives yeah. at this point but some people like a lot of people i will meet and they'll be like oh i like this i listen to this kind of music and they tell me oh i listened to that in high school and they're like oh i listened to like and i'm like what do you listen to now and they're like oh hip-hop and edm it's always hip-hop and edm i see and i'm just like thinking oh that was a phase for you we are not the same <laughs> like, you know this episode of our podcast is more of a throwback to bands that right. we were listening to you know 10 years ago or longer yeah. however we do talk about modern bands that play punk today true, that weren't true. around back Usually. then too it's yeah. so this it's so i mean i feel like we do a little bit of both here yeah and but I, also that, it's too. funny because i feel like fallout boys one of those bands when they were around i wasn't into and i like some of their songs fine they're not like my favorite band but that you know yeah. i'll listen to them in my car and stuff but i think it's just i like them so much more than a lot of music now that yeah. i thought you know, but when Fallout Boy was in their peak, I was like, oh, that's a little too poppy for me. But now what? between like between Machine Gun Kelly and Fallout Boy, I'm like Team Fallout Boy, of course. I feel like that's the only reason we're even talking about them yeah. right now is because exactly. we're like absolutely compared to what else we have out there. Yep. Uh they're okay now. Like I can listen to Sugar, Sugar, mm -hmm. or whatever the song is. I'm like, that's a catchy song. Fine. Yep. I do remember when it came out, it was like, what the hell? Yep. You gotta be Same. kidding me, Same. man. But now I'm thinking, please go back to playing that sugar song exactly. then playing this other stuff that I don't even know what the heck you call it. It's garbage. And it's funny now, I don't feel like there's any pressure for radio play. Have you listened to the radio? I had stopped listening to the radio, no. but I was in my car. And I it's, it's over. Yeah, it's done. It's the only. I think the newest song I heard on the radio was from thirty years ago, like from oh. the nineties. Uh -oh. Like the newest rock band they play on the radio is Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Foo Fighters. There's not. Uh, there's no rock. There's classic rock, but any, yeah. anything new. And then the even the pop stations they don't know what they're doing either. It's it's bizarre. But anyway, so actually, that's the end of that this one. is a good move into our new releases. Oh boy, 
do have a new song that I uh, recently came out and it's kind of uh, like what you were saying where it's called heartbreak feels so good. And I, I listened to it and I also thought we didn't even discuss it, but I was also thinking it's not as poppy and catchy as some of their <laughs> other stuff. And that's what I kind of want and expect. Now it's like, you're sort of, you're like a guilty pleasure band for me. Yeah. Uh, like just then just make the hits be poppy and sh like be sugary pop and that's cool yeah. but it was a little like it wasn't catchy enough for me from what I expect from this band especially this isn't like I don't know converge or something where I'm going and not expecting it to be a catchy yeah. poppy pop punk song this is fallout boy I want catchy and I want fun I want light I want you know I mean with like dark tones but like still but no, you ain't getting it. But nope. moving on to the next one, Bouncing Souls had the new song, Higher mm -hmm. Ground. That I, I like. Like two songs. Yeah, two, I, really, I liked Higher Ground more than the other one. But I think same here. Yeah, it's I didn't like love it. Like it, it wasn't like the best song they've ever made or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but it was still, I liked it. This is what I wanted Bouncing Souls to give me if they were yep. going to give me something. And they yep. did. And I'm like, yeah. good. Thank you. Now yeah. when you play a show, I am going to go see you because there's a reason to see you other than the other songs that I already like. At yep. least now I know you have something new. That's cool. Yeah, I, they had two songs. First one is like 10 stories high and I listened to it and I was like, okay, I like it. And then okay. I heard Higher Ground and I the same. I was like, this is the one. Yep. As soon as it starts, I'm like, nope, this is it. This is like their, this is like one of their hit songs more yeah. than, and the other one's just more, more one of their like less popular tracks on the album that's how it felt to me and then is it are we the bad people for clamoring for more of the same and not it please expand your artistic musical style to include mm -hmm. insert whatever is that on us i um, i don't know i'm torn on that but as far I as torn i like Hey, yeah. I like what I like. I, if, I know what I like. Yeah. That, and that leads us into the next, next one, black audio, because, yeah. you know, there's AFI. Yeah. There's AFI, like teenage AFI. Then there's yeah. AFI college age AFI. Then right. there's post-college AFI. Then there is, I don't know what the hell AFI is doing. Yeah. And then there's black audio that they, yeah. they have an overlap period. Now I don't know who's who. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. And, what is going on? They are the opposite. They have moved on so far from what they were yeah. in back in the day. It, yeah. It's not, it's, they don't care. It's not the same crowd. They don't. It, and the, and whatever they do, they still, <laughs> they still maintain a super hardcore fan base, which is just incredible. Like I don't see that many bands in like our scene doing that. Like it's just, kind of mind-blowing to see how they move from you know hardcore punk to everything in on the every rock variation possible and they still maintain like die-hard fandom people don't turn their back away so they're definitely doing something right they're doing many things right like you you have to give them credit for Davey that I havoc could go sing opera music exclusively for the rest of his life Yep. And he would be fine. He has enough fans that will yeah. just be like, oh, Davey Havoc is into opera now? That's the best opera I've ever heard. I am now into opera now, too. Oh, Davey yep. Havoc is now doing spoken word 
yep. <laughs> poetry yep. in a in a helium toned voice. Yeah. He could literally start, yeah. He could poetry. literally start at Patreon where he like uploads videos of him like humming and people would pay his bills. Like yes. that, that is correct. Like and, and that is tr- absolutely true. You're right. He could do <laughs> he could do anything. It's but true. to give black audio credit and AFI credit, when they move on to a different thing. I don't think there is any concern or thought about, well, the mainstream needs this, or this is the way we're going to make money now, or this is what people want to hear. I don't think they care at all. They are no. doing their own thing and they don't care. And yeah, I like and I like that attitude. I like that too. And I think that's why they're successful at it because I think they're actually like authentic about what when they discover a new direction. I think they follow it authentically. They don't follow, you know, they don't follow the trends. Like I remember, I feel like I remember when like Papa Roach was trying to sound more screamo and they started wearing eyeliner and it just felt like there's a lot of bands doing that. And it just felt like, oh, cool, that's what's selling now. So you're yeah. trying to pivot and that's fine. you got to make a living. I get it. But like AFI, you're right. It never feels like they're doing it for that reason. And yeah. at least they're not, they're not following whatever is like happening right now. In the, yeah. And regardless of whether I like it personally, it's still good for what it is. Yeah. Beyond what I think if it's, oh, it's not punk. Therefore I don't like it. It's still like, okay, well, if you compare this to anything else, yeah. Oh, I like this more than that. So okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then so they covered a uh, father figure, which is a George Michael song, and I think it sounds better because I don't not like a George <laughs> Michael fan. But it's so funny because it's like you're gonna laugh because you're just talking about Davy Havoc, and I'm like, there's just something about Davy Havoc <laughs> saying I will be your father figure, and I'm just like, this is really good. It's I don't know. It's I don't. It's doing something for me. I don't. It, yeah, you're right. This man can just do anything. He can literally have a YouTube channel blowing his nose, and people and he'll have like subscribers. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> he's he's, a, he's like one of those lead men that is just. He was meant to be a rock star. Like he just is. Like everything about him is just that. Like and he's good at it. And I'm glad that's what he decided to do with his life because. It's just, he's good at it, yep. right? Like he is a front man. Like he's a front man. Totally. Like total leader, total like command of the stage, command of attention. Like people are just swooning over him, like of every sexual preference and gender respect. Like it's just like, it's just undeniable. And it is interesting as we've seen them over the years. Cause let's, okay. We've been seeing AFI live for over 20 years. And man, day one that we saw them, so we we saw them first on the All Hollows EP era. I think that's mm-hmm. when we first got into them, as I recall. Mm-hmm. He had total control of the crowd that's then. Right. Yeah. And he has total control now. Yeah. Not playing any, the style of music has changed completely. His, his stage moves, I mean, he still has some of the same. Yeah. The songs don't always fit what he was always doing, right? He, he, there's a lot of different things. Does not matter in the slightest. He's still just, his control is 
amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'd say over the course of our lives that when we've been going to shows, we've seen thousands of bands. Davey Havoc is at the top of performance that yeah. we've seen. I don't think not, anyone's that's like. Yeah, and then he still is great performance. He he's not aging. That but the man doesn't age. <laughs> it's just like what are you doing, baby? Yeah. He should write a nutrition uh, in or a a health a wellness book because people <laughs> will also buy that. <laughs> they will <laughs> buy anything. They will buy. I mean, I, I do. I own his book that he wrote. Yes, yes, I do. So correct. We the people will buy anything. I would love for him to come back to rock or punk in some manner. I don't think it's going to happen, but okay, okay. you know, I, I will be there. Yeah. <laughs> you will be, we'll all be there. <laughs> yeah. And then Atreyo has a new song. It's called Drowning. I thought it was good. It definitely sounds like them. It's not probably also as, as super catchy as some of their other stuff but i think it's a it's a good teaser i'm i'm excited to hear more from them it was hard rock that's yeah. the thing that i thought i guess our generation is i consider a trade you part of our generation just like afi part of our generation or whatever they've moved into hard rock it, it's not mm -hmm. It wasn't like a metalcore song, really. It, yeah. It wasn't a heavy metal song either. It was, this is hard rock. Like, what, Breaking Benjamin? Or, Ooh, and, yeah. and like, you know, something like that. But, I mean, it sounds massive. Sounds yeah. good. It's a it hard rock song. It still sounds like them. I definitely still sounds like, like them. Yeah. It definitely still sounds like them. So you I thought that was just interesting to see, like, the evolution They've yeah. kind of stayed within the boundaries that they established back in the, the day, but they were just focusing yeah. more on the hard rock part of that. I think it's uh -huh. because as we're aging, that just, just makes more it. sense. Yeah. When you're writing a song, you're like, this just needs to be aggressive. It needs to be heavy, but I don't want to do those things like blah, 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 anymore. I'm over yeah. it. Or I don't need to do the blah, 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 blah. And then go love me love me i don't need to do that stuff anymore let's just stick to this hard rock stuff okay Ooh, man. i'm gonna ask you a question off script it's not on our okay. agenda but what are your predictions for 2023 for music i think that it will be a huge year for live bands i think people are going to go back to seeing as many shows as they can i think the concerns about uh, the pandemic and yeah. catching a disease at a concert that they are, they are there, but they're not going to be a main yeah. problem. It'll just be like, you'll see maybe some people wearing masks or trying to not spit into someone's face or to breathe other one, but really yeah. not, not much of a care. And we've seen that we've been going to a little bit of shows here and there ourselves. And at the bar, for instance, there was, <laughs> Like what? One person wearing a mask last time yeah. I went. Uh, meant to meant to some bigger shows and clubs. Yeah, one or two people wearing a mask. It's real. I think that's all fading out. I think it's kind of going back to normal. But the consequence is the price. Okay. That's what what we're gonna yeah. pay. Like yeah. the prices shows. It's whoa! I can't even yeah. believe it. I cannot believe it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the whole industry was like on the break for a while. So someone has got, they have to make it up somehow. And it's, 
we have to make it up apparently. Well, what but do you I think, think for you? Well, well, my thing is I agree with what you said, especially in regards of pandemic. I know that we talked about how like kind of skies coming back and like, you know, things are coming back. So one of my predictions is, well, A, I think there, it seems like music festivals are just becoming even bigger than yeah. they were before. And that's also as like the pandemic rules are relaxing, but it seems like, everyone's just kind of on to how much money they make. So like before, like you and I've been going to punk rock bowling for several years and that was kind of like the big festival. And sometimes there would be like one or two other festivals that pop up that are like in the genres we like, but it's only like, we're just in February and I've already seen so many festival announcements of festivals I've never heard of before. That seems to be new. So it seems like that's going to be huge, even bigger now. And festivals have been a big thing in the music industry for a while, but not necessarily in the subgenres that we're into. Yeah. And also and if they were bigger in Europe, I think yeah. for a long okay. time also now Makes everything's yeah, more- it's just everything's festival. And so the other thing besides like we 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 talked about like ska coming back and like that seems to be a thing. My new theory is new metal is going to be the next comeback, which Holy I'm not cow. I am not excited about. And I just kept thinking like I think that's going to happen. And then I literally saw like a festival announced that was all like new metal bands. And I was like, oh my God, I knew this was going to happen. So that's one of my predictions is like, we're going to see some sort of a resurgence because we're seeing all the stuff that was like big 10, 20 years ago. And now they're doing all the nostalgia tours. So maybe they'll do like a, you know how they do those like cruises for like Weezer fans or oh, yeah. cruise. Like they'll probably do like a new metal one or something Ooh, like Mudvayne. Mudvayne yeah. on a boat. Biscuit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not excited about that, but I think I mean it's cool for the people that enjoy. It. They should totally go and that 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 should be awesome for them. But I'm kind of that's one of my new comeback predictions. Is okay, this metal. will be yeah. the year for new metal. Do you think there will be a? Res- not even a resurgence will there be new new metal bands that are getting big out there or is it just gonna be well it needs to start with the rear factory yeah like i think people uh, want to go to to see like the classics if you will but i think you know if it's if it makes a big enough comeback yeah i think people will start because like already there's so much because here's another reason why this is the atmosphere for this to happen hip-hop and rap rap like hip-hop and rock are already there's so much collaboration with like for example all the travis bark or things like that's already happening okay and there's a lot of people who are fans of both like already so i think it is the stage is set for it i don't know if people will you know, walk up and do and and take seize the moment, but the moment is here, and that's what I'm noticing. I that's will be I'm interested to see and what happens. I, I think what you're saying is true, mm-hmm. uh, and I would totally be down with it if it was real instruments mm-hmm. playing like the heavy style of music yeah. with hip hop vocals mm-hmm. r- rather than the computerized music mm. with the yelly screamy vocals that mm. high you know it's just which side are you on there yeah, yeah. um so i guess more rage against the machiney and i'm uh-huh. totally awesome i'm down with that that's cool but yeah. if it's we'll the see. opposite yeah i don't know what to do about that 
Yeah. I mean, nothing. Just stay home, I guess, and not go see it. I, I, yeah. Yes. Complain about it on our podcast yeah. <laughs> with dozen or dozens of listeners. Yeah. Well, I, that wrapped up all the news I had. Yeah, same. Do you have a grudge this week? Grudge this week is very not musical related. It is just expectations hmm. without, I should say, other people's expectations at work without any plan on making it happen. Oh. And then expecting good things. Oh. I don't need to get into it. But right. that is a grudge now. That's what's going on in the background. Make Got a plan. It. Hey, yeah. you want something? Make a plan. You want me to make a plan? I'll make a plan. Mm-hmm. You want a team to make a plan? Let's have a team make a plan. But let's not just make stupid statements with no plan and then have uh, high expectations. That's what I'm dealing with right now. I don't I think see. it's necessary. <laughs> and you? Okay, so my grudge this week is winter. I just realized I hate winter and I realize it every winter. It's cold, it's dark, I'm cold, I don't want to do anything, I'm miserable, leave me alone. Just everyone talk to me in March or whenever this terrible season is over. There's nothing enjoyable about it. I don't even live someplace that has snow and it's still miserable. I hate the rain, I hate how cold it is, I hate going outside at night, I hate that it gets dark at like five o'clock just nothing no part of it is enjoyable and i just can't wait for spring to be here i want to go to shows i don't want to carry three jackets i don't want to be cold anymore agreed see you in march yeah see you in march (laughs) i let's just not hang out until then i have no plans of uh leaving the house ever again just kidding i'll see you this weekend okay yeah it's true i'll see you this weekend (laughs) but outside of course Oh, uh, yeah, it just sucks. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. So this has been the episode. So 34 of Almost Punk Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Almost Punk. Send us an email, almostpunkpod at gmail.com. And send us stuff that you grudge or tell us about bands we should check out or tours we should talk about or anything like that. Sounds great. Let's do it.